everyone. Welcome to Utterly Useless. I have the, the quote today. You're late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. Yep. What made you think of that quote? You know, being 30 minutes late to the recording of the <laughs> podcast, it, it just, it, it came to me. See, are you, you're not a wizard then. Or are you a wizard and you're meant to be late? Maybe I am. Maybe nope. I'm not. Anyway. He didn't bring good. any of the good stuff, though. <laughs> the smoke. Taylor, the yeah. wizard of the red. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing red. Yep. I'm really good at wearing the color red, so I'm a wizard at red. Okay. <laughs> that's, Our, that's a novice level. Yeah. I'm, I'm just entry level. <laughs> I'm an intern wizard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Let's do uh, merit badges. Yeah, I guess I can go first. So my merit badge... And the end, I won't go into too much detail here, but it is the middle finger. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm one, if you give me the middle finger while I'm driving or anything like that, I'm just going to give you a thumbs up because it's, it's not offensive to me. It's just a finger. And so the other day I was talking with my mom and my sister and we got on the the subject of the middle finger and why it's offensive and everything like that. So we decided to look into the origin of the middle finger. And this is where I won't go into to too much detail, but it dates all the way back to like 419 BC. That's crazy. And even possibly farther back than that in South America. So yeah, there's some things going on there. If you if you want to know what I'm talking about, just just Google, <laughs> just Google the it. origins of the middle finger. But I, I still won't be offended if I'm if I'm being flipped off and also being 30 minutes late. <laughs> it's it's you two and flipping me off. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, the, it's it's it was interesting. One thing that I was always told is a good response to somebody that flips you off is you blow them a kiss. <laughs> that especially because most time you're gonna be flipped off is from another guy, so it just really throws them off. <laughs> I also like the thumbs up, and I'll even like stick my thumb out the car and give him a thumbs up because I'm I'm just like laughing at that point <laughs> because it's just a middle finger. Yeah, road rage is real, and it's it's real dumb. I mean, I get mad. I yell at the car in front of me. It's not road rage. It's just wishing you'd just go a little bit faster. Yeah, especially going up the hill or like the mountain that's near us, which is not really that big of a deal. Everybody slows down about 10 miles an hour. I'm really fine with everything except for the person who is is obviously lost, but is traveling about like 10 miles an hour looking for the right turn off. Because that's that's just like uh, takes you. That's like the same situation as somebody with a shopping cart at a store who it is like meandering in, in everybody's way. It's like yeah. kind of the same concept. I mean, if you're lost, just pull off to the side uh-huh. and just figure out where you're at. But don't go 10, 15 miles an hour mm-hmm. down. Like, what was it? I was getting ready to go somewhere. And uh, one of the streets by me is a 35 mile an hour speed limit. And here's somebody just slowly puttering. You can just tell, is it that street? Is it that street? Is it, that, is it the one that I just passed? Oh, no. It's like, no. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, there's, there's GPS on your phones for yeah. a reason now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I'll go next. So 
my merit badge is surprisingly, and uh, this is probably one of the few times it is like a winning merit badge. I only slept for about six hours last night. Me and Taylor were up playing games, board games and stuff. And I can't believe that I function so well right now. I can't believe it because I'm a person that needs a good eight to possibly more likely nine hours of sleep every day. And I can get that nine hours to still be tired. Maybe that's the problem. I'm sleeping in too much. But yeah. that the fact that I, I'm sleep, I'm uh, awake now and alert. So my mare badge, Is I don't it- think we described your mare badge either. Mine's just the middle finger. Oh, that's just it. Okay. Yeah. My merit badge is, I don't know, what would it look like? Hopping out of bed, like, like or it's with just your like, hand up high? Or it's just like two eyes and they're like really awake, just like yeah. staring. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's how I imagine. I imagine standing next to a bed and then like jumping out of bed with one arm up. Or it could be like a little leprechaun clicking his heels together with the, the fist pump. In the oh, there you go. It. Yeah, there, I like that. There you go. I like that. All right. So my merit badge is based off of a commercial I saw a couple months ago. But still, I, I see it every so often. Not this exact same commercial, but the same situation. So my merit badge looks like, and I, I guess to be um, non-gender specific, I will just say... It is a the bathroom man with like a little like you know thought bubble with a question mark, as a other man is wearing one color a hat going into a sporting event, and a little uh, other person wearing the exact opposite color. Because I was watching, uh, this was during the World Series. I was watching this uh, credit card commercial, and. It just baffles me, and I, I, I think Taylor, you would very ag- much agree with me. You see these co- weird commercials that are trying to get like all sporting fans, but when you think about it, when you pull back uh, the covering on it, you have a father and son going to a sporting event. The father is in head-to-toe gear of like the Boston Red Sox, and here is his little boy who is in head-to-toe gear in New York Yankees. And if I was that father, I would be like, what have I, what mistakes in my life have I done <laughs> that has yeah. led me to this? And, it, and they, they don't just do that. It's, it, you know, you'll, there'll be a Chicago Cubs and St. Louis Cardinals fan. There will be a Dodgers fan and a, and a Giants fan. It's just like, look, look at this father and son. It's just like, no, most people would be like scratching their heads like, and, and asking themselves the question, at what point in my child's life did I really mess up? Or and and the sports fans that are watching these commercials are like, oh my gosh, their home's not right. <laughs> they're they're they must be fighting. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it would be it'd be one thing if it was like you know a Red Sox fan and a Brewers fan, you're just like, okay, you know, maybe makes he, sense. May, yeah, but to choose on purpose the rivalry teams, like. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I got a, a story. I actually talked about it a little bit with Taylor yesterday. So, uh, my son, Jude, he's, uh-huh. he's a BYU fan in what he says. I uh-huh. don't know how much in reality he is, but I know he does that first of all, to get me and, you know, but then again, my wife is a BYU fan. Taylor is a BYU fan. Uh, eh. you, I'm, 
I'm a selective Utah <laughs> sports-based fan, <laughs> especially when it comes to college teams. But I think he just does that to, you know, he wants to get his dad, you, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So that's my opinion. But yeah, if you're head to toe, the opposite gear, that's, it's funny. I can see it, but that is also weird. But yeah, the one thing that it's funny, cause yeah, you mentioned these credit card commercials that, you know, there, and I've seen plenty of commercials where they're trying to bring in two different, like, like we're trying to be all inclusive with all the different teams. But in reality, like those teams like hate each other. They, um, I mean, that's what sports is all about is, you know, my team is going to be your team. And so there's, you know, there's definitely division and yet we're trying to bring it back together somehow. Yeah. I mean, if you just, just pick, if you're going to pick like the Yankees, don't pick the Mets, don't pick the Red Sox, pick like the Miami Marlins or, or even do like the, (laughs) the, like the Boston Red Sox and then do like the hockey team or, or the Patriots Jersey. Yeah. Cause you're still, that makes more sense, way more sense than, Oh, I got an idea. Let's, Let's put them in a Red Sox and Yankees uniform. <laughs> no one's going to get mad about that. <laughs> but by the way, what was the, the image? So, you know, standard bathroom man. Oh. With, uh, you know, oh, thought okay. bubble over his head with a question mark with father and son wearing two different uh, thing, you know, hats and stuff okay. like that. that. That'd be the merit badge. I get it now. All Sweet. right. Spin the wheel. To explain spin the wheel real quick, we have this wheel of 10 questions that we're going to spin, starting with Taylor. And I will spin the wheel, wheel. and he will get one of those random questions, which me and Brett will answer. Yeah, you'll do what we tell you to do. Oh, dance, monkey, dance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Taylor, today you get, could you do it? Okay, could you guys survive a quiet place? Now, are my kids in there? Because that's the first time. I mean, do I have a pregnant wife? Yes. <laughs> yep. You're you're there with your family. If I'm there with my family, I'm dead. Like I, I'm dead too. Brett is probably our only survivor here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, if I could, because I have a, my daughter, she she'll have a hard time understanding that we need to be quiet. My my son and my twins essentially yes they're you know, one year old they won't either jude is my only chance of silence no. you know what to be honest in a, in a quiet place having kids in there is a complete yeah it's it's, it's not happening yeah <laughs> yeah siblings like, fight too much and or i guess the harder question is could you do it with the first, the first one where the son gets taken, like that would be, could you do that? If your son was being loud, would you just be quiet and, and kind of let it transpire in front of you? Or would you intervene somehow? I mean, the hardest part about that situation is as I was watching The Quiet Place for the first time, is it reminded me of the last three or four episodes of M.A.S.H., so long, I think it's like farewell and goodbye or something like that, where Hawkeye is on a bus and they're being bombed and he convinces this one lady to, or this one lady, she doesn't convince her, he's begging her not to kill this chicken. And eventually you find out that the chicken is not a chicken, it is a child. Oh, wow. 
and kind of lost it. It well because they're being bombed, they're being yeah. hunted by you know the 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 northern uh, or the Koreans, and so he, that's what's what he turns to mm-hmm. is he rationalizes it because it's a chicken because nobody would kill a human being, mm-hmm. and but they're like very terrified and so when i was watching the quiet place and that situation happened i'm like oh this is a hawkeye situation <laughs> yeah i'm probably going down with my kid i'm probably going down with my kid too but then i'm leaving all my other kids <laughs> to my wife good luck <laughs> well i would just do at the end of quiet place i'd try and hurry and make the loud noise and just you know, that's two things. Peace out. I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I'm saving my family. Yeah, I guess you could take the the little plane from your kid and just start running. Yeah. Or chuck In the it. opposite direction. Inter- interesting thing. You know how a couple of years ago they did the Aliens versus Predator movie? Uh, yeah. I uh, love those movies. Uh, <laughs> They're so bad, but I love them. Bird box creature versus quiet place creature. <laughs> Oh, Quiet Place would win, hands down. There, <laughs> I don't see. I haven't seen Bird Box yet. I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend it. It's if you got it, time. It's a one-time viewing, which is okay, but it's not. But it would be cool to see Aliens versus uh, Predator versus, versus Quiet, Quiet Place. Place thing. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, cause yeah, he can be quiet. Yeah. He's good. Oh, I think he'd win. Yeah, I think Predator would win. Well, well, there's a lot of them, and Predator's usually only one. That'd be a good movie. That'd be a really good movie. It comes down to hunt the people. Where'd they all go? <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> They're like, what the heck? And then... <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway. Predator, yeah. Predator just gives you a thumbs up. like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a nice twist. He joins the remaining humans. Yes. Side. Nah. <laughs> kills everyone <laughs> that's what predators do yeah that's true all right brett you got kiss mary kill all right kiss mary kill so what would you do man with a hook uh skeet ulrich from scream matthew lillard from scream and man with a hook is a guy from i know what you did last summer sorry repeat that one more yeah. time. yeah man with a hook so okay. I, I know what you did last summer dude okay Scream Skeet Ulrich and Scream Matthew Lillard. Kiss, okay. Mary Kill. Okay, Skeet's the boyfriend? Skeet is the boyfriend, yes. Okay. Has he been in anything else? Because I'm surprised you know his name. Um, He, he is uh, Jughead's father on Riverdale. Heck yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, in the movie... Well, in, in Scream, I mean, she's the love interest, but I didn't ever, you know, I didn't find him attractive at all. Um, yeah, it, it, and it's not the actor. It's the character. Oh, it's the character. Yes. Oh, man, because then Matt, they're all psychotic. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. And think about it. If you're married to, uh, I, I know what you did last summer, dude. Man, he's going to hold so many grudges. I know what you did last week or last night. You left the toilet seat up or whatever. I know that you watched an episode of <laughs> yeah. Without Me. <laughs> oh, crap. You get all these notes everywhere in the bathroom. Or whatever. <laughs> I know you left the toilet seat up. 
<laughs> I know you didn't spray Febreze after you went number two. Just how imagine how annoying that would be every day. I know you didn't clean up after yourself. I know that it was you that stunk up the bathroom. I, kn- I know you know. Hey, stop. It's just you and me in the house. Of course, it's, if it's not you, it's definitely me. You can, you can stop. I guess you could start like messing with him and leave the his own notes. Yeah, that's like, true. How do you like this? <laughs> Super passive aggressive. I know that you keep leaving notes everywhere. That's messy. <laughs> Who's cleaning up? You see the house? It says everywhere. Yeah. I, I know you did. And we need to cut it back with the post-its. We are spending $150 on post-it notes a month. <laughs> post-it notes don't grow on trees. I know you made me cut back on post-its. He writes it <laughs> in the sheetrock. You, you, you throw away all the pencils. He starts like, using his own blood. You're just like, oh, come on. Come on. So I take it we're killing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think... Oh, gosh. I mean, if it was non-characters, I'd be like, I don't... Matthew Lillard probably would be married even though he's weird. But in this uh, situation... I'll probably marry him. I'll kiss the hook guy and kill the other guy. I think I'll kiss Matthew Lillard and marry Ski Ulrich. Interesting. Because I, I, either way, you end up dead. So I, I just think, thrown out there. I think the safest thing would be, first off, killing Matt... Lillard's character because he's the psychotic yeah. one out of the bunch. So I think he has to go. I think he, I would kiss uh, Ski Ulrich's character and then Man with a Hook guy, that's the one I'd be marrying because, you know what, he'd have my back just in case Ski Ulrich. Uh, that's true. So Well, you'd be dead. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just avenged your death. So with the, yeah, because they hit him with the car, right? Yes. And so you're not the one that hit him with the car. No, no. You, so yeah, I'd probably marry him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we're we're just no. You, you're, oh you're, you're yeah. Just, you're just you. Wow. Why did I think I was like the person that hit him with the car? Yeah, I'd marry him. Oh, something that Jeremy's <laughs> gonna reveal later. Well, I feel I feel <laughs> like I instantly next week. <laughs> I feel like I instantly put myself into like yes. those characters. I'm like, any way I I do this, I end up. Dead. No, I did that too, and I thought I was. Nev Campbell and uh, Scream. So I was like, oh. You're a woman? Yeah, I'm a woman. And I thought Ski Ulrich was into me. You're a very manly woman. Thank you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think I will marry. I know what you did last summer, dude. And kiss Skeet Ulrich. And yeah, I would say I'd go with what Brett said. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think about that too nope. much. All right. I got Lick Off, which I feel like I get this all the time. You I'm kind do of, get lick off a lot. I'm kind of wanting to get another question eventually. I like this one. I was proud of this one. Bottom of a ball pit. And you can pick if it's either at a like a fast food venue or it can be at like a, a kind of a Chuck E. Cheese's kind of place. I don't know which one would be better. I also don't know that. Are these still in existence? I'm sure we can find one. Well, I mean, there's the, the McDonald's Actually, Fun Zone that do, has the ball pit. Do they still have them, though? Yeah. yeah. I know of a place. I'm not going to say it. Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. That would be the worst place. Yeah. Except, no. How much diarrhea is at the bottom of that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Chick-fil-A has one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I feel like you can find a spot that isn't so... But it's the bottom. Gross. But what if you went to the edge of the bottom? That's fine. As long as you're licking the bottom. Yeah. 
That's usually where all the stuff goes, though. It migrates to the sides and the corners. That's the stuff that's hard to clean out. I'll go 500 bucks. Whoa. Ooh. Um, 300. 300? Because I have a strategy. <laughs> I know. I have a strategy, too. I will go 275. Hmm. 250. Brent, have you won any of these? I think I won one. You won, didn't you win the one that took place in like uh, Times Square? Yes. Oh, the marathon yeah. one? No, yes. no, no, he no, asked no. me. I, oh, yeah. I asked the marathon one. I asked no. to like, uh, like on the sidewalk at Times Square. Yes. And he was going to do it in the wintertime. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Winter's coming. I'll let you have it for 250 All And right. it goes 250 Brent. All right. Yay. All right, you get to lick. Now, what's your strategy? So my strategy is I was going to choose like, a, you know, because nobody, people are not really going to uh, like Chuck E. Cheese's and stuff like that recently. And so my strategy was just to go into a Chuck E. Cheese and then just, pro- I would probably do it around, I would, I would want to do it on a school year or during the school year at, dur- during the daytime so that there's like, even less people it's it's open but like you know the only people that you'll have is like you know four or five year olds (laughs) or something like that in there and then i would just find one particular like unearth one particular area and just go there this is one that i would love to watch just because it's a ball pit brett's in it just kind of Pushing all the balls side and looking where should i look exactly where should i look oh Hey, there's a slice of pizza in here. <laughs> I'm not going to say my strategy because I know of a place where it might be a little bit cleaner, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> All right, Taylor, you got, could you fight it? Could you fight Chucky? Just Chucky? Like anything particular? Just as um, a knife? You're, you're or he's just in my Chucky, house? What's the but venue? you don't know where he is. Yeah, that's the worst Chucky. So, but he's in my house, I assume. He's in your house. You don't know where he is. You have to fight him. Yeah, yeah, I, I think could do so. it. Because, but it, I know he's in there, obviously, right? Like, yeah, you know he's somewhere in the house. Because again, I got a strategy. You, you. I mean, if your strategy is like anything like mine, I'm gonna be like back to a corner at all times. Okay. And clearing out like places as I go, and I'll have a, a baseball bat or a knife or something. Because anytime he jumps out, <clears throat> just swinging. But he he's also a master of traps too. He is. Yeah, I like didn't I, I I think it was the Bride of Chucky, where they rigged the the glove compartment of a, like a truck or something, and they went to open it, and it shot nails out. Oh, um, oh, I do remember. I don't know if this was like a a movie or if they. They didn't have a TV show back in the day, right? Chucky of like nineties. Uh, there was the Child's Play in 19, 1988 or something like that. Because I just remember there was one where they replaced the paintballs with real live ammunition mm. in a like a mil in a military school. Oh yeah, that was like Child's Play three, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess he does do stuff like that. I would just, for the most part, not. I mean, I know my own house. I feel, I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable. Still feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would do it. I would, instead of, I would be in a corner, exactly in a corner. I would make sure that there is no vent above mm-hmm. because I swear, like, he can, like, fit in any vent, even though he has, like, a ginormous 
oversized child head. Yeah. <laughs> and then all I would do is I would have a blanket in my hand because that doll comes charging at me. Just throw the blanket on top of it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then just and then and start. here's the funny thing about Chucky. All you really have to do, like you know, whenever they try to get a get him, get rid of him or something like that, they just like drop him off somewhere or yeah. they they light him on fire. No, 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 no. It's very simple. Just get a large, like you know, Home Depot or maybe even a larger Home Depot bucket, fill it with concrete, there you and go. just there you go. You're, you're in, immersed in concrete forever. Do you want to be entertaining and I guess a little sadistic? Is uh, pop off his arms? <laughs> It'd be funny to see Chucky try to like move around with just his legs, and he, of course, he'd be yelling and cussing at you. Yeah. Or, or you just put him in like a little jail, and then you could actually have like you could pay people could pay to yeah. come see Chucky. Yeah, dance, dance, but Chucky. Also, here's the thing: you're in a corner. He's waiting you out. Eventually, you gotta pee and poop and eat. And that's true. That's true. But that's that's not Chucky's mo. He, he, you might be waiting for him, but he basically, yeah, he he waits for you to leave. And so if you don't leave, he'll just be like, eh, fine. And then he generally just like charges in. So. Yeah. Okay. And then, well, uh, l- listeners, if anyone has a possessed Chucky doll, <laughs> we want to um, fight it. We want to fight it. <laughs> we can do it. Be funny. What was it? Chucky versus. Uh, oh, man. I was trying to. Jason? Think. <laughs> Jason's like. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of what I was going to say. Anyway. You're probably thinking of Freddy versus Jason. No, I was thinking it'd be funny, though, if Chucky had like. Versus, I was trying to think of another kind of smaller. Chucky versus a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the dog would lose every day, I feel like. You know what they haven't done with Chucky? They haven't put him in space. (laughs) Like Jason. (laughs) Chucky X. That'd be funny if they went Chucky even in the future, like it's futuristic 2080 or whatever, like that flying cars or something. Mm -hmm. And Chucky's there. That'd be weird though. Yeah. All right, Brett. You got what if. All right. What if you woke up and you found yourself wearing a camp, camp counselor shirt that said Camp Crystal Lake? And as you were looking around, you started seeing signs of yourself being in a 1980s horror slasher movie. You're, you know you're in a horror slasher's movie, and you know eventually... Jason is going to be coming by. I'm leaving the camp. I mean, I'd grab a weapon first and foremost. Uh, but Jason will come out and I'll hit him with the car and then I'll be like, oh, I just killed him. And then I'll get out of the car and be like, you're dead. And then bleh. That's why you got to do the double tap. <laughs> you got to run <laughs> him that, over, back, would, run. Would over. that work on Jason? I don't know. What is, I don't know Jason's like. Um, I'll tell you, my favorite thing about Friday the 13th is my favorite thing. And I, I did this when I was a teenager. They would have like these either during October or during Friday the 13th, they would have a marathon. And my favorite thing to do was to watch how they killed them in one episode uh, movie. And then I'd watch the very beginning of how they br- brought them back to life in the next movie. And then I would just walk away because all the other stuff in the middle is the same thing that happens all the time. You know, it was exactly yeah. what you described. And then I would kind of come back to the, mo- the the movie, see how they kill him off again, and then see how they brought him back to life because it's just insane. One time they actually do kill him. And so one, one of the survivors digs up him 
and just gets mad and starts stabbing him with like a cast iron like spike and then the cast iron spike gets struck by lightning which brings him back to life <laughs> that's so weird yeah that's a that's a tough one i i mean i think i would just get out of there but i think jason's anticipating that people are going to try to leave well he isn't Hopefully he doesn't know that I'm aware. I guess that's true. He's not aware. That... Yeah. Well, in Camp Crystal Lake, that's his mom, right? Well, and the second movie, which is also him. Yeah. So I think I would just get out of there. That'd be my, because he's, he's kind of confined to Crystal Lake. Well, that's the mom, so she's not yeah. really confined. I would just leave and be like, peace out. And it's back in the 70s, 80s, so less uh, digital age. It's hard to find me. It's true. Yeah, I think. <clears> and then I go back there. and buy a whole bunch of Apple stock. <laughs> that's, that's what I would do. Or maybe it's the new age. It's not back in the. Oh, it's, it's current. Maybe so it's it current. comes to all that comes to this day and age. Yeah. Like the. The camp and all that. The technology. And it's like, Jason, do you know about this? Which we don't have laser guns or anything like that, or lightsabers. Um, I don't know what I would use. Yeah. I would just bring, go get a shotgun. And then be like, everybody, stop going in separate rooms or in separate places and stop having relations. Quick, <laughs> let's hide behind this uh, wall of uh, spiky thing. I love that commercial just because it's so true. <laughs> let's go hide behind the chainsaw. Okay. Oh, there, there's the car with the keys in it. No, let's go to the cemetery. Are you crazy? That's after they go to the, the yeah. chainsaws. They go, mm -hmm. let's go to the cemetery. Yeah, but I swear they mentioned at one point there's a, a running car with keys yeah. in it. All right. So I got random question. So I'm going to utilize this time pick questions I'd never get to ask you guys. This is kind of uh, a twofer. It's a desert island and it's a would you rather. Would you rather have one of us here that's one of the three of us with you on that island or would you rather have a smart home assistant with you? Like a Google Alexa. You can't communicate to the outside world but you can use it for anything. Like do we get like music? Or yeah. You get anything. You Go can Google play beach sound, <laughs> play, play <laughs> stranded on an Island playlist, play Gilligan's Island. <laughs> so, but then you have, you can ask questions like, how do I start a fire and how do I do all this? So yeah. What would your, what's your thoughts? I think you'd go crazy and you'd fall in love with Alexa. It's your, it's your new Wilson. Yeah. The new aged Wilson. Oh, they, they made a movie about that. Uh, what's his face? Who was the Joker? Um, fell in love with his smartphone. Did he really? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's uh, her. Her. Joaquin Phoenix. Uh -huh. Oh, that's what that movie's about? Yeah. I've never seen it, so. Yeah, I think I'd rather have one of you guys there. Oh, shucks. Yeah, I agree. I mean. Yep, me too. Just. Also, I, it would be. I mean, think about like all the pedantic stuff you'd have to do. You're like, Alexa, how do you start a fire? I found this. I found that if you have a match and you find some wood, and you're like, okay, Alexa, what if I don't have a match? <laughs> a mat, the history of the match is... <laughs> 
can't find what you're searching for. <laughs> yeah. It takes you 10 minutes and then you throw it into the, the <laughs> yeah. ocean. Yeah, eventually you're just going <laughs> to destroy it. All right. All right, all right, all right. And now a word from our non-sponsor. This is Stan Steins of Stan Steins, Steins and Sons, where we have every beer stein you can imagine, and for every occasion, too. We have wedding steins, bar mitzvah steins, Labor Day steins, high school graduation steins. We have it all. So come on down to Stan Steins, Steins and Sons. And if you can say that five times fast, we'll give you your stein for half off. Stan Stein, Steins, and Sons is a family-owned and operated company. What a great sponsor. I know. Stan Steins, thank you for uh, being our not sponsor. And we look forward to those uh, bar mitzvah Steins. <laughs> Graduation Stein, too. All right. It's time for... Re-Reddit. All right. So, Re-Reddit. We got some good questions here today. These are ones that I think people really are dying to know. Peeing in the shower, is it acceptable? Yes. I I, I have no problem with it. <laughs> is there a boundary? What if you're at a gym or a pool? I'm not showering at either. Or a friend's house. Yeah, still fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> I just don't want to be seen like, like George. Yeah. You yeah. just don't. Yeah, definitely. Because as long as it's not seen, it didn't happen. It's true. It's true. And it's sterile. <laughs> and I don't like the taste. <laughs> um, next question here. Uh, kissing dogs. Is it appropriate? Like, and letting them kiss you, I guess. Is like, are, are, are we talking about on some like Barry Manilow and then like. Hey no, like like the licks, you know. Like you know, some people let the dog just lick them all over their mouth and their face. No, that's wrong. That is uh, face is okay. Lips are not okay. Yeah. So yeah, there. I think there's got to be like a a a zone on your face that's inappropriate. Oh yeah, cheeks fine. I mean, well, a little bit. Like our our first dog one time, Sammy. One time I was, you know, he was licking my face and it was fine. I was sitting there. You know, petting him, just, oh, you're a good boy, you're a good boy. And as I was saying that, I opened my mouth, and he just licked the inside of my mouth, and I had to stop and just spit and just get my toothpaste and just. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, around the mouth area is a no-go, but anywhere else in the face, a couple of times is fine. My dog likes to lick my ears. <laughs> Don't know why. Likes the wax. Yeah. He likes wax, I guess. All right. Taking a bath. You're soaking in your own butt juice, as it says. Is that appropriate? Yes. I'm fine with that. I mean, my biggest complaint is my bathtub is, like, not like, my size. I know. That's what I hate about bathtubs. They're made for people back in, like, the 1600s. What's it, the difference between then and now? We're taller now. Yes. I, I, I'm not... Like five seven. I'm yeah. When I sit in the bathtub, my butt's in the water, my feet are in the water, and that's about it. And then I got a nice triangle with my legs. What about those like heart shaped um, honeymoon suite bathtubs? I like yeah. I like those. I like bathtubs, but this is my thing. I will. I'm the person who will take a bath 
but I'm not there to wash. The washing is once I'm done, I'll take a shower. Yep, that's how I do it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're just your soap scum and all that stuff is just. Yeah, I feel like if you're like having any, like any other like soap in there, you get up and you have like this film on your mm-hmm. body and you need to wash it off. Yep. All right, next question. All right, buying new clothes. Can you wear them immediately? Oh, yeah, I wear them immediately. No. Yeah, I don't care one way or another. My wife washes them, but I, I would, I'd wear them. As long as they're presentable at that point. Oh, I'll okay. I, I get you. I was just like, you know, you, you get it, and you're just like, let's put it on right now. You're talking about wash it. Yeah, or, wash it first, or oh, can yeah. you wear I, it? I'm totally fine with, like, like, in fact, I'll, I'll be wearing like a brand new shirt and there'll be like a sticker on it. And yeah. I won't even notice that there's a sticker. Somebody will go up for it to me, touch me on my chest. And like, like the, first, whoa, personal the, first, space. the first things I, the first thing I think of is like, I need an adult. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I am an adult. Um, no, <laughs> stop. And then they pull it off. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's I get that. I don't get the. Touching, but people are always making me aware out in public, like, "Oh, you have a tag still on, or you have know. a sticker." Maybe it's just like you know, my my, my teacher friends are a little bit more <laughs> comfortable. Com- comfortable. What would what would the argument be against that, though? I think that it's other people, people trying on clothes, like you know, in the fitting room, and then they don't like it. So if somebody took off their shirt, their bare chest, and tried on the shirt, well, and, see, that's why I always go for the bottom of the pile. Oh, I don't even care. Yep. I just slide it out because, I mean, I guess I just subconsciously do it, even though that's my reasoning. I don't know. I, I don't mean, even think about it at all. There's probably times where I've done off the top of the pile and still worn it out, whether mm-hmm. it be shoes or See, I think about the, I, the not off the top of the pile, the back of the pile, but then it reminds me of when I you know, used to go grocery shopping with my mom and dad, and I'd pr- grab the first one, and my, my dad would be like, no, 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 grab the third one back, because the first one was dropped. And then the back one was dropped and then pushed into the very back. And so you need to find one in the middle. That's and funny. I'm like, but but then wouldn't somebody just like disguise the one in the middle as the one that was dropped or something like that? So I, I don't think there's a perfect. No, there isn't. But it makes you feel better. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any problem with it. But the thing is, is for anybody who's ever seen Loaded Weapon, uh, do you remember the scene where uh, Weirdness goose. <laughs> I love Tim Curry. What is his name? What is uh, Emilio Westavis? Yes, Emilio Westavis is at the very beginning. He's in the Quickie Mart kind of place. He's looking in a magazine, and all those little <laughs> cards come out of it. And like next, the camera pans back, and there's a whole mountain of cards. That's what I feel like with the stickers and tags on clothes these days. I feel like. I take off like two or three and there's still two more or something like that. I feel like there's a ridiculous amount, but maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just overly dramatic to it. That's just you. <laughs> just. Yeah. Uh, well, going back to the question, my wife is definitely a proponent of washing the clothes first. Yeah, mine too. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Pants. They're wearing underwear. Hopefully I haven't thought about it. I disassociate. Yeah, you, you just don't think about yeah. it and you do it. Yep. Hats, shirts, and of course, socks and underwear you don't buy. So- you don't try on yeah. first. Socks, you, the best feeling is that first wear. Mm-hmm. Every, oh, every yes. wear from that point on is downhill. The first wear of socks is the best. 
Okay. Does anybody have a problem with the next one is children or anybody for that matter, blowing out candles with COVID being a recent thing. Is that a problem for any of you? No, I mean, it's to me, it's when I got to the age of noticing that and me being the older brother, noticing that younger kids, when they blow out the candle, blow it out with, um, um, more spit, more juiciness. Yeah. Um, my kids do that. I just look at that and just, and just realize maybe the top layer of icing is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. I don't like cake. So I guess that's my thing. But if it was brownies, I still wouldn't care. Unless I, I see care. like the kid is like snotty. That's probably when I would start caring. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Cause there's times where it's like my kids leave food on their plate and I'm like, well, I'll even finish it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Unless it's like noticeably like they hocked a loogie on it or yeah. something. All right. Last one here is swimming in lakes. Is it hard or difficult for you to swim in a lake? Well, no. me, big time. Wait. Like just is it supposed psychologically. To be harder? Psychologically. For me, it's not not difficulty to actually swim, but you can't see the bottom. You can't, you know, do these things come into play into your psyche? No. I mean, I've never swam in the middle of the oh well, I mean, when we went scuba diving, I mean, it was obvious and then you and me were playing around with our um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. that was so fun. <clears throat> we'll have to tell that story sometime. Um but yeah, I, I generally have never like gone swimming in the middle of the ocean before. So I'm not, I don't know if I could say I don't have a problem with not swimming in the middle of the, the, the lake because I've never not gone swimming in the middle of the ocean. It does freak me out knowing that, yeah, I cannot see the bottom of it. But at the same time. So like when you jump out of a boat and when you're going um, water skiing or whatever you're doing and just playing in the water, you're 100% comfortable. Yes. I, I Growing up, I did have a friend who had a boat and we'd go boating a lot and I never had a problem with it. Wow, this is only me then, huh? If, if it was the ocean, that's a whole different story because there's to too me, many things that want to eat you. To me, they're the same. <laughs> How are they the same? Because There's- Jaws has ruined me. <laughs> I watched it as a kid and it has ruined me in a big way. Because I, when I'm in, like when we're, we're going water skiing or whatever we're doing in the water and I'm in the water, that whole time I'm in there, I am stressing about what's underneath me, what's going to take me down. And I hate it. But I, I get in there because I'm like, this is irrational. And I know yes, that a, a two foot rainbow trout is going to take you out. <laughs> well, what was it? Well, at least when I was like in fourth grade or whatever, everybody was always talking about the Loch Ness monster also is in Bear Lake. Oh yeah. I remember it, that. There's a, a, a hollow, for some reason there's a hollow out thing that the Loch Ness monster can go from, it, you know, it goes even, I guess, logistically under the ocean and yeah. it just it connects both the the Loch Ness I, with yeah. But you know, there's something crazy about Bear Lake. What's that? Is that there's a fish in there that's only found in Bear Lake and one other place. I think it's the it's somewhere else. Okay, but it's in Europe. Hmm. Those are the only two places. That's weird. That it is found, hmm. and so 
everyone's just kind of baffled about why this fish is here and why this other fish is somewhere else. Now, to let you in on my irrational thought, do you ever have the irrational thing where you turn off the lights in like a basement or something like that and you get just a little bit weirded out because there's something could be down there as you're walking upstairs and you walk a little bit faster? Am I the only person that's done that too? Um, It's only been the um, furnace room for me when that that happens. When you're a little uneasy? Yeah. Because it's dark? What about Uh you, Taylor? If you're in a basement, if you're in a basement, like your parents' basement, or I don't know about your basement, doesn't probably get too dark. But like this basement, this basement at night, well, if you're down at nighttime and you turn off all the lights, are you completely comfortable with walking through the basement with the lights off and going upstairs? Like there's no added anxiety or stress whatsoever. And I have to walk with just... No, just just walking. Like you're, you know where something is downstairs. You don't feel the need to turn on the lights. You go get it. Or you turn off your lights premature, which I've done. I do almost all the time. I turn off the lights and the, like, the stair lights aren't on. So here's the, here's the one thing. When I was little, our basement had a furnace room. Well, of course, every yeah. one has a furnace room. But it was right next to the stairs that goes up the stairs. And I, I would... I was living in the basement or that's where my bedroom was and the furnace made really weird sounds and the the water softener made weird sounds and it it freaked me out so from there that's where I developed a habit of running upstairs <laughs> like I always I try to run upstairs sometimes I don't of course but if I start thinking about it I run upstairs but do you still do that today do you yes. still like, are you a little bit, like, no, are you doing it out of habit? Or are you doing it, are you a little bit I think scared? it's mostly out of habit, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think it just depends on what I've been doing. Because if I'm like watching more like a suspense thriller, then uh-huh. yes. If I'm just really, really tired, then no. Maybe. I think it just depends on my mental state. Maybe I've really psychologically ruined myself. Oh no, because, oh, sorry. Well, you two love your horror movies, and so you've been watching them forever. Yes, secretly. I, I, when I was a kid, my favorite thing to do was I would sneak out because my room was downstairs. We had a downstairs TV, and I had a sliding door to my room. And so whenever we'd go to bed, my parents would start watching uh, scary movies, and I would slowly just slide the door I forgot you had a sliding door. And I would just sit there, and my head would just kind of just poke out just a little bit, and I would sit there and watch. I couldn't hear what the sound was. All I was watching was the images. And I I realized at a young age, if it ever gave me nightmares, I could not say, "Um, I need to sleep in your bed because I was... I didn't want to ever admit that I was scared. And so I would go to bed scared, and then I realized after a while, I enjoyed the like the the heart pounding moments of <laughs> watching scary movies. So your parents would watch. My parents never watched a scary movie yeah, together. Yeah, I think our dad got us into scary movies. Yeah, because he liked them. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, I I definitely my room was upstairs, and so I had a 
uh, creep downstairs and I'd do the exact same thing. I'd poke my head around the corner. And sometimes the, we'd catch each other. Like yep. he would be on the stairs and I would be right there. And I, <laughs> <laughs> he just mime things to each other. <laughs> like, yeah, this is happening. Cool. I still saw, I still remember one scene I saw where a guy got decapitated and I was like, and I was, I, I went to bed and it was the same situation. I was like, I can't say anything cause I was supposed to be asleep. That's messed up. <laughs> now intrigued by what movie this was. I don't know. I I yeah. I'll never know. Huh. All right, now it's time for Who Dis. All right. So, for Who Dis, again, a, another um group of actors that have something in common. And I will give you the hint on where I I I've never seen this movie. I will not and I'm not denying it because it's just a fact. I'll give you a hint where I got this movie from. I'm just going to say this is some hot stuff, baby, tonight. And the the three actors are Matt Bomber, Joe Manganiello, and Channing Tatum. I know Channing Tatum. I have no clue who the other Matt two Bomber's are. from White Collar, if you've seen that. Or is he the one that, is he like the really smart guy with the identical memory or is he the... He's the one that's the con artist in White Collar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, then Joe Magdanello I was is, suits for some reason. was in Tarzan in the most recent... Oh, wait, no, that wasn't Tarzan. Is that How I Met Your Mother no, no, guy no. that's married to... Yes, I think so. Married to... Um, what is he in? You know, he was in... He was he's, Deathstroke at the, the Taylor end of the uh, Justice he, League movie. He's the guy that's into D&D, right? Yes. Okay, I know who he oh, is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I got okay, the, this will be interesting. from three actors were in Magic Mike together. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, I know Bombers and Magic Mike. That's the only one I knew that was in it. And I've, I've never not, seen the movie. I've not you seen have the seen the movie. Hey, there's Jeremy. nothing wrong with it. There's no shame in it if somebody's seen it, but no, I haven't seen I, it. I have not seen it. I just, I, I'm trying to figure out how to, to find some of these things uh, with uh, actors that we might know, but, um, yeah. Anyway, so the first one is entitled Walking Out it is a 2017 thriller and a strange father and son forced to rely on one another to survive an unforgiving wilderness in this riveting, richly emotional thriller. Once a year, 14-year-old David travels from his mother's home in Texas to visit his lone father, Cal, in the remote mountains of Montana. There, the two embark on the annual hunting excursion, during which the taciturn Cal attempts to connect with his smartphone-addicted son. But when a terrifying turn of events leaves Cal critically wounded, it is upon the teenage David to summon enough strength for both of them. Infused with deep reverence for the rugged beauty and harsh realities of Montana landscape, Walking Out is both a tense survival saga and a disarmingly moving father and son tale starring who? Joe Maganello, Matt Bomber, or Channing Tatum? Now, who? Sorry, what year was this again? 2017. Okay, wow. I felt it was older. I was like, okay, maybe I have an idea. I feel idea. like it's Matt's the white collar guy, right? Yeah. Yes. I feel like it's him. I don't know why. I, I just... I'm, I, I'm going to say him, Matt Bomber. I'm kind of him, and I'm also kind of... Uh, I'm going to screw up his last name, so Joe. Joe Magnell, yeah. Mag, yeah, I don't know. 
Um, it's not Channing Tatum. I'm just that's, yeah. I don't think Channing Tatum would. He I, has he even been in like a thriller type movie? I don't know. I don't know Channing Tatum's. I mean, I swear that he's just an action person mainly, like action and comedy. Yeah, and then the How I Met Your Mother guy. That's Joe. Yeah, that's Joe. Joe, I guess it could be him. He seems like a rugged person. Uh huh. That's kind of what I'm going with, too. That's why I'm going with Joe. I'll go with Matt. All right. Matt Bomber starred as the father. Yeah. Kind of interesting because I like Matt Bomber. So the next movie is entitled A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints, a 2019 action-adventure movie. A brilliant cast brings to life this coming-of-age drama about a young man growing up in Astoria, Queens in the 1980s. As his friends end up dead, addicted, or in prison, he comes to believe he has been saved from their fates by various so-called saints. Starring Shia LaBeouf and also Matt Bomber, Chatting Tatum, or Joe Maganello. Who would go with Shia LaBeouf? I think I remember. I think it's. I'm, I'm, I think I remember seeing a poster or something for this movie. I think I'm I'm just going to go with uh, Matt Bomber. I think you're putting two in a row. Uh, I'm going Channing Tatum. Mm. With two points on the oh board, Channing Tatum. I'm going to go over again. <sighs> I think I remember seeing a poster or something about that. Like, Or it could just be that my mind just told me, hey, pick Channing Tatum. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. Do it. <laughs> Do it. All right. Hey. I have two points. Yeah, I'm, you do. I'm 100%. This never happens. Nope, I'm so excited Let's about this. Let's see if this. you can go all the way. Okay. So a 2014 action-adventure movie entitled Sabotage, when a DEA task force leader, Breacher Wharton, storms a heavily armed cartel safe house, rogue members of his team use it as a cover to steal $10 million in cash. But when they think that their, their secret is safe, Agents are killed off one by one, and everyone is a suspect, including the squad itself. Sabotage is a pulse-pounding action film from the director of End of Watch and the writer of Training Day in this explosive tale of betrayal and trust that critics call a tense, action-packed thrill ride. Starring Joe Magnello, Matt Bomber, or Channing Tatum. I I felt... At the beginning, like this was Channing. I feel like I'd seen this movie, but no, that was a different movie of Channing Tatum. I think it, there's a movie out there where he's a DEA agent. Yeah, that's 21 Jump Street, isn't no, it? No, I thought there was another one also. Oh. I guess maybe that's who he's, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not him at all. But then part of me thinks like, oh my gosh. No, I'm just going Channing Tatum because I'm going to be wrong if I pick Joe. That was my other one. I'm trying to think. What year, sorry? Uh, 2014. Uh, yeah, I'm going Joe. Or Channing, 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 Channing. Channing. Uh, I'm going Joe. All right. With three points, Joe Magnello. Oh, yeah. He seems like a... Yeah. Uh, a, like a big team. Well, he could be one of those people that it's like, uh, you don't know what side he's on kind of guy. 
Is yeah, he the good guy or is he the bad guy? Or he, or he's just getting started and then he dies really quickly. Yeah, that's true. I don't know his. Actually, I don't really know anything about other than he was on How I Met Your Mother and he likes Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's pretty much all I know about him too. All right. So finally, the last movie. I'm scared. I could I I could I, potentially could go have all a the hundo. way, and I could go over two times. Oh man. Okay. Okay, so this is a sports movie that was done in 2019. It is entitled Bottom of the Ninth. A tragic mistake lands 19-year-old baseball phenom Sonny Stano in jail before his professional baseball career gets off the ground. Now at 39 and fresh out of prison, he works to win back his respect, his family, his lost love, and his dream of being a professional baseball player. From a producer of Creed and Rocky Balboa, who stars in this 2019 baseball sports movie? Is it Channing Tatum, Joe Magnello, or Matt Bomber? I just have one question, mm-hmm. and uh, you may not be able to answer. I don't know. What era does this take place in? I don't know that. Okay. Because I was like, depending on the era, it could be Matt Bomber. And I still kind of am leaning towards Matt Bomber. I don't think Channing Tatum is going to play baseball. That guy's too big to play baseball, to be cast as a baseball player. Yeah, I don't I don't think he hasn't done anything with sports. You know, Joe, I, know I could see Joe doing it, but once again, he's a pretty big dude, he's too. He's a huge dude. Yeah, they're both big. And so that's why I'm leaning towards Matt Bomber. And if it was like a 1920s era baseball, then I'd be like Matt Bomber 100%. Oh, yeah, he, he fits the style of a 1920s. Uh-huh. I believe if I, d- I did watch the, the trailer for this, I believe it's supposed to take place in modern time. Oh, okay. Okay. Does oh. it say... Does it, yeah. Read it one more time for yeah. me. So a tragic mistake lands 19-year-old baseball phenom Stan Sonny Stano in jail before his professional baseball career gets off the ground. Now at 39, a fresh out of prison, or fresh and out of prison, he works to win back his respect, his family, his lost love, and his dream of being a professional baseball player. But he has spent time in prison. He could have got jacked in prison. <laughs> That's true. Uh Man, this could be anybody. I think it's. I, I think it's. I, I think I'd, it's I'd, either Tatum or or Bomber. Joe. Oh, I'm thinking Joe or Bomber. Oh gosh, I don't want to go over. Uh, I'm going Bomber. It's the obvious choice for me. It is for me and too. I'm probably going three for four. I'm going Bomber too. Fine. I'm doubling down um, on it. Starring Joe Magnella. Oh, oh, that was my second guess. Nuts. I went over. Well, you got 75% at least. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty. Dang it. Actually, I'm changing my answer to Joe. <laughs> I got 100%. <laughs> okay. Nuts. Draft, draft, boom. All right. Yeah. So this week we are drafting villains. Yep. And it can be from books, TV, movies, anything except real life. You can't draft Hitler. Not that you'd want to. Yeah. There's, yeah. Okay, and what's the order? So it's you, Brett, me, and then I'm the turn. Yes. I'm so happy that I'm number one. You're 101. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, and then the last one. I have screwed this up in the past, keeping track of this, but so I I give to Brett mm-hmm. for the boom, and then Brett gives to you, Taylor, and then Taylor, you give to me. Okay. All right. 
So I think that there's an obvious one of one here. It's one, it's a villain that has probably been redone the most. I'm curious now. Yes. And it is, it's just a classic tale of one person wants to see just the world burn down. And it is the Joker. Man. Oh, I have him on here. He yeah. was gonna. He was. I, I was hoping that he'd slide to the second round. He was my second round draft pick for that one. <laughs> yeah, I I had him, but I, yeah, I, yeah, it was somewhere around my second. Yeah. So we have multiple actors that have played him. Most of them are pretty good. Yeah. Um, what's your top two? I'm just curious. I'd probably know your top one is, but my top one. Uh, what's your oh, yeah. two? So my my first one obviously is the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. It is my number two. You know what? I'd probably say Mark Hamill. Wow, as, as the Joker, S- he does a fantastic. Yes, Joker. same wavelength, man. Except I would have them in. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, I I think Mark Hamill does a great Joker. Yeah, he does. Heath Ledger's Joker, though, to me, is just. I love it. I mean, I do. I've only seen a couple of Mark Hamills. He probably would be my number two. I Jack Nicholson might be third, and then uh, Jack Nicholson is my. I'm not my the third biggest too. fan of the what is that guy? <laughs> Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. But I got. I don't think that that's Jared Leto's fault. I think that's more Warner Brothers just trying to get their own way with their with that whole direction of the movie. Like, I don't think Jared Leto should have even been in Suicide Squad. And then this is probably very unpopular to listeners, but I did not, I gave up watching the movie, the Joker because I got an hour into it and I was like, we're not going anywhere. I feel like I didn't even watch it. And I, as much as I do like uh, DC and stuff like that, I have no interest in watching it because whenever I was told the synopsis of it, I'm just like, Oh, it just sounds like somebody with mental illness. It doesn't (laughs) sound like Joker. It just sounds. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the origin story. And you like I have seen it and at the end it kind of ties in everything as to the mental like just the mental craziness of, of the, the Joker. Joker. But yeah, I can see where you guys are coming from. All right. So for my pick, my pick number one pick, because Joker was not hopefully was my number two. Not happening. But uh I have to go with a villain so bad that you are shamed if you dare speak his name. Oh, I have him. That's what I was waiting for to get to me. <laughs> yes. I can't believe you're picking this one. Voldemort. Uh, I mean, if you are a villain and you know, you are it, it, you are so you terrify so many people that your near the near utterance of your name sends terror to people and so it is he who shall not be named it you have to be he he can't even beat a school of children <laughs> but yes yeah. he's a great villain well in his pick. prime he may have but then yeah, that's harry potter took him down quite a bit harry potter as a baby as a baby i'm I, I was baby. like brett's not gonna pick that one for sure right. but number one draft pick yeah. yep all right. Well, at least I get one of mine that I was going to pick on the turn. Uh, not my cup of tea, but I do respect the man a lot. Uh, respect oh, for his villainy? Villainy, wow. yes. Yep. And and like what he brings to the uh, the series. 
uh, Darth Vader. One for Darth Vader. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah. I was going to pick Darth and Voldemort, but mm, somebody over here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick one that you probably just because I think my my mind has been blank on villains. And I've even looked some up and I'm like, I, nope, you're not worthy. You're not worthy. I am going to pick Moriarty. That's a good one. Moriarty. I appreciate yeah, it's that. Sherlock Holmes's nemesis. Uh, okay. I like Moriarty a lot as a, a villain. I think he brings a lot to like, he's like Joker and Batman. It's like that. It's that, you know, the, the give and take. Yeah. Yeah. And Moriarty and especially I really like the Cumberbatch uh, series. Yes. So much. And that Moriarty is so insane that he pretty much is kind of a Joker, but he, yeah. even more brilliant than Joker, if you ask me. Very good. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, my now I do have to ask for clarification for this one. So my villain, can he have the things that he is known for having with him? You that, mean like that, his tools? That, yes, that 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 make his villainy even like it, without them, his villainy would not be. Are you taking Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> Um, I guess just to say it out loud and then we'll decide because I mean, this isn't like a fisticuff, so we're not no, fighting. But. I know, but I mean, so because I feel as though it's character integral to this character. Okay. Yeah, well, who is it? The tall man from Phantasm uh, with his, with his ho- orbs? hovering orb balls. I, yes. I thought about him. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've even heard of the series, I, I Taylor. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it comes with him just as sure. much as... Okay, <laughs> all right. I take the, the tall man from the phantasm. Okay. Oh, now it's me? Yep. Uh-huh. With two. Yeah, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's two. Yep. Oh, man. I think I have to go with Sauron. I, Lord of the Rings. I was, like, debating on Sauron for my turn, but... Because it's... He's a he he's a strong bad guy, but, like, his screen presence is very minimal. So I was like, ah, do I do it? Yeah, because without him, then you don't have any of the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'm going there just because it's kind of a vote getter, maybe. But Lord of the Rings, I just love those movies. That's a good, what, second round? Yeah, that's a good second round pick. And then my last one, do I just go, do I go for the votes or do I go, ooh, I'll go for the votes. I'm going to take Thanos. Ooh, I did not think of him for some reason. All right. I'm uh, picking the gentleman that was based off of Thanos, which is uh, Darkseid. Darkseid? Yes. Why do I not know Darkseid? He's in the the latest Justice League movie. Oh. Yes. Which the director's cut is way better. Don't watch the other one. (laughs) <laughs> well, I haven't watched the director's cut. The I've director's seen the cut is actually really good. And the funny thing about it is, is like for years, a lot of my friends told me, you know, I, I, you know, we watch uh, Lord of the Rings weekly, and we just like pause it f- every uh, the, every hour. I'm like, how can you do this? And the beautiful thing about the Snyder cut is you can do that with that movie. You can just watch it, and then it it tells you when the chapter's over. You're yep. just like, oh, hey, I, I can pause now. 
All right. Well, my computer just died, so I'm trying to oh. reimagine my list. Oh, I just, I had one. Oh, that frustrates me because I just had one. <laughs> and then my computer died. That's so good. Oh, gosh. Okay, no, no. So I get to pick one, and then I have to pick the boom. And I don't even know if I'm ready for the boom. Do I go with my f- second favorite bad guy of all time? Which I can't believe I forgot about him. Or do I go with... Oh, I just came up with a really good bad guy. <laughs> or do I go with one that is is pretty good? Like, I've, I like him a lot, and he's been redone numerous times. Uh, Are we all done with our normal picks? I'm, I'm finishing with the last okay. normal pick. Well, hurry and pick, because I wanted to say this one. All right, well, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the one that's more well-known and uh, been around longer. I'm going with Magneto. That's oh, a good villain. I thought about yeah. that. Yeah. I was I, The one I was debating was with Warren Fisk. See, oh, yeah. See, I was trying to think of other than, like, superheroes, and uh-huh. then I just came up with Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator. Oh, yeah, that is a good. Fantastic villain. Uh-huh. Yep. I was also debating on, but I couldn't get him in. I uh, forget his name besides... Was it Tim Clay, or what is this? But uh, Alan Rickman's character in in uh, Die Hard. Oh yeah. No, it's what is it? It's not Tim Clay. What no. is it? What is his, the name he always Hans? Named? No, uh, yeah, Hans. But you know when he looks at the board and says something like John Clay makes up the name. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis. Okay, now I have to go with the Brett's boom, and you guys. I, I'm just afraid you guys already have like some great one in your head because I have like. Uh, I don't really have anything in my head. Okay. I have one, but it's not really a villain. You tell me if this counts. Well, because I'm actually picking my guy's own team. A stormtrooper. Would that count? Is that a villain? I don't think it's a villain. Um, it's, it's a henchman. Yeah, henchman. That'd be a fun, a draft the best henchman. That would be a good one. <laughs> that actually would be really good. And we should do that for like 50 cuffs. Um, we're gonna have to do villains again over again with fisticuffs too down the line. I have the best one. I'm so excited for this one. It just popped into my mind. No one's going to think of it, and you're going to be so disappointed that he's gonna be stuck on your team. Uh I gotta try it. Hopefully, Brad gets him and gives him to you. But I'm gonna go with specifically Suicide Squad's The Enchantress. Okay, yeah, that's a terrible okay. villain. I have not seen Suicide Squad. I, I've owned it forever, but I just never have watched it. So basically it gets down like the intent Enchantress is a mystical being with powers. And at the end of the movie, instead of using said powers, she decides to do hand to hand combat with everyone yep. and loses. Oh. Surprise, surprise. Oh, I should have picked Starro. And and spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> but it's <laughs> been out. Yeah, it's been out since like what, 2015? Yeah. Okay. All right, bro, you're up. All right. Give so Taylor a good one. I'm going back and forth between two of them. I want to just because it's uh, Jeremy will do an impression of uh, this. He, I know he doesn't know the name, but once I describe it, he will, and he'll probably do the the impression. But I will give you Richard Dreyfuss's 
um, I just had his name in a second. Alexander Dunnings Red. I haven't done an impression of him. Yes, you have. I have? Oh. Red. I'm the like, bad guy. guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is. <laughs> what movie is that from? Red. Red. Red? Yeah. The first one? Yeah, yes. the first one. So uh-huh. you remember the guy they tie up like in his own house? They, oh, yeah. I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a who is who's the other villain? Is the other villain just the uh, CIA agent? Yeah, the other yeah is what's his face? Oh, Doctor McCoy. Yeah, Doctor McCoy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Jer. But he's an unintentional bad guy. Yeah. Who is the best? Oh, I'm so excited for this. All right, give it to me. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some hints here. Okay, it's a cartoon character. Is it uh, Wiley Coyote? It is exactly Wiley Coyote. <laughs> he can't do hey, Jack. Jack. Yeah, he can't. I, I when I I thought of that for a millisecond. <laughs> That's a good one. It's a good one. Yep. I tried to think of. I don't know if you've ever seen the Villains Bar um, on how it should have ended. They always get together and talk oh, about yeah. their misfortunes. So funny. I also on my. Um, I'm Batman. <laughs> Uh, worth noting list uh, for good. I wanted, I considered Pennywise, um, but you know, he gets foiled by kids too. Yeah, but he's a good villain. Yeah, I like classic. Him. Anybody else have anything else worth noting? Well, I, the, one of my bad villains I wanted to give, and it's just because of the uh, Harley Quinn uh, animated show, is um, the Riddler. Okay. No. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Kite but guy. I love Kite Man. Oh, <laughs> Kite, Kite Man's, Man's the, the best. best. <laughs> but I mean, the Riddler from when Jim Carrey plays him alone is not a good I also one. thought of the entire Green Lantern movie and just giving <laughs> you that. that. Oh, the big brain guy. Well, the only reason why I didn't go with the Riddler is, isn't the Riddler in the, the most late latest uh, Batman movie or is that just the, is that the Penguin? No, it's in the new one. He's in the new one. I think yeah. they're going to have the Penguin. I, I mean, Penguin they put the question mark. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so looking forward to the, the, I was surprised how much I'm willing to see that because I did not. Yeah. What, what's his name? But still, Robert Pattinson, why? Yeah. Again, I, to, to have Robert Pattinson's back, I mean, when Jeremy was living with me, he, we were watching this one show called Twilight. Si- si- <laughs> yeah, when, we watched when, it together. We, we were watching this one series called Sirens, and oh, one, yeah. one of the best lines ever is, "Oh man, did you hear that Ben Affleck's gonna be Batman?" Oh, and then this one, uh, this one guy from the cop. this one cop is like, "Oh man, he is gonna crush it." You remember and, that, right? And we both looked at uh, each other and it was like, "Ben Affleck's gonna crush it." No. I mean, it was just so obvious, but then I, and then, and of course he did not crush it. No. But then when we, when then I thought back about, you know, Robert Pattinson, you know, being the teen heartthrob or whatever. And we said the same thing about what's his face as Joker. And then when we saw it, I was just like, well, wait, this is amazing. Like, like Heath yeah. Ledger, yeah. Heath Joker? Ledger, yeah. Joker. Yes. When I heard Heath Ledger was going to play Joker, I was like, this is going to be dumb. Yeah. No, I was the exact opposite. Like his smile alone. That's true. Like I was fully on board with Heath Ledger. Like I was excited. This the moment I heard that he was going to be Joker, I was excited. I wasn't. I was. Nope. I was. I was. I was not. I, I until now I'd never met anybody who was on board when they heard <laughs> Heath Ledger was yeah. a Joker. 
So yeah, I guess I guess uh, there's a case to be made for both sides. Like, yeah. The one is. thing is, I just feel like he's emo Batman. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, like the. Yeah. Well, again, the only way I'm g- g- gonna explain it is this is the first time that you know, because normally when you know Michael Keaton or whatever takes off the bat mask, you know, he has all that black makeup around his eyeballs, his eyelids, or whatever, and then magically when he takes off the mask, yeah. it's gone. He's the first one where he takes off the mask. And it's still there. And that's good. Yeah, I can just see Robert Pattinson in the Batmobile listening to My Chemical Romance. <laughs> I'm not okay. Um, who is it? That one guy who plays, who sings in, what is it? Was something Second to Mars, was it? Oh, Jared Leto. Is that Jared Leto? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I was like, well, maybe he could play Batman. But yeah, there he's already playing Joker. And um, Morbius. Yeah. Um. But uh, Christian Bale didn't wear makeup, right? His was just, you saw that that mole, 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 or whatever right there. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that series. Dark were, you, were you guys excited for Christian Bale to be Batman? I was indifferent. I, I mean, yeah, I thought he could do it. I, you know, I was waiting for him to I thought bust he, out some he had the range to do it. Yeah. I still feel that way. He has the range to do multiple different types of people. He's proven that he can do a lot of things. Yeah. I just wish that uh, Raja Ghoul was a little bit, I, I feel as a Liam Neeson, they, or, or the writing could have made him a little bit more menacing because he's supposed to be very, very old. And he was not at all. He was, you know, he wasn't like immortal. He has not been in the Lazarus pit. He just, was a guy that uh, was smarter than everybody else. I wish they would have done a little bit more with the actual character in the Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, now it's time for our recommendations. My recommendations, because I got nothing new going on in life. I'm still watching Money Heist, which still recommend. I'm recommending an oldie. Uh, one of my favorite things of all times is Ready Player One, the book. Oh yes. If you read, if you please read the book first, or listen to the audiobook when Will Wheaton reads it, which Will Wheaton does a fantastic job before you watch the movie. Just do that because I mean they're both good in their own ways. Uh, the book is a hundred times better. Uh, the because the book I understand they had to uh, make some changes. My understanding is what I've talked to with uh, one of my friends is that uh, looked into it way more than I have. He wrote the original author wrote the script verbatim with the with the book and and Steven Spielberg was like nope we're not making that that's not doesn't doesn't turn into a movie very well and so he pretty much re- asked him to rewrite it and make it more visually and how can we explain a story real quick like what is the Oasis and all that stuff and that's where the like back not the Back to the Future but the race that he uses the oh, okay he's like that that race alone shows you what the Oasis is capable of as well as showing you really quick about what's going on with this contest. And so it's a really quick getting you caught up to speed story. And then all the See, other stuff. That's where I'm like, I I would disagree because yeah. the, the whole purpose of that isn't, it isn't a race. Yeah. It's there is something hidden within the Oasis and it is up to you to find it. Yeah. And so you could totally make it, I mean, sh- you yeah. can make it Goonies ish, like where you're searching for something. Yeah. And I think they could have turned it into a two parter. I mean, I, I'm fine. I've never been had an issue with the race at all. My issue is 
they it you know the book is very 70s 80s based uh-huh. and they're just like oh people don't remember the 70s and so let's make it 80s and 90s because mm-hmm. you know obviously stranger things and so many other pop culture things are, are you know being being remembered now from the 80s and 90s so let's just do that and so it's just like part of it was like i like the atari aspect of the book and I feel yeah. as though them taking a huge chunk of that type of uh, play, the simplicity mm-hmm. of the whole thing, in a, a, a huge, massive oasis type sit- setting, that was what I really enjoyed about the book. Yeah, I agree. I like that they that he forced them to learn his culture, his his what his love and passion yeah. was of the seventies and eighties. But yeah, that's my recommendation. Please listen to it or read it before watching the movie. Number two book is going to be a way better movie than it is a book. Ready Player Two is is a it's a good book, but it's in my opinion he wrote it to be a better movie. Okay, I guess I guess I'll go next. Mine is if you have kids, don't stay up till one in the morning <laughs> with your playing games, even though that. You managed to get all your kids down at your parents' house. I'm dragon, so and I even slept in. And Jeremy's over there, all Mister. I don't know uh, how I'm functioning. I don't know how you are either. Especially because this so is the second night in a row I've had bad sleep, and so I don't work well with yeah lack of sleep. When in doubt, and you have kids that get up really early, don't just don't. I know it's a it's trying to live. The single life again or without kids at least. Yeah. You're always chasing that and then you regret it. All right. So my recommendation is something that I gave a shot in the dark with. I'm trying to figure out I've for years I've had, and it could be argued, three go-to Christmas movies that I, I like to go to. I mean, sadly, there's only one good Thanksgiving yeah. movie, but there's mm-hmm. been two and then you know die hard every so often i don't do it yearly but i'm curious what your third one is well so, well no so, what's your thanksgiving one playing strings yeah. yeah oh yeah that's like the only but i think me and brian have talked about it you're going the wrong <laughs> way <laughs> he says we're going. um but we've talked about it so much. There's just not that many Thanksgiving movies out there to begin with. I mean, unless you like include like the Lifetime channel. But Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. But nobody wants to include that. <laughs> not, but here's the thing. There is a TV show that has the best Thanksgiving episodes of all time. And that is Life in Pieces. Oh, I oh. thought you were talking about uh, How I Met Your Mother with the slap. <laughs> oh, that's good, too. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. Sh- okay. TV yeah. shows do it better than movies. Yeah, that's true. Right, you that's my recommendation for you. You need to watch Life in Pieces. Okay. Um so yeah, so I I have in, in my trilogy, usually it's a duality, but I have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, mm-hmm. Muppet's Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and then every so often just depending on my mood or whatever, the first Die Hard movie, which again, is it Christmas? Is it not? I, it have it takes place at Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas songs are sung in it, Christmas movie. Anyway, um, and Is I it know about Christmas. Does it no. say ho ho ho? <laughs> exactly. But on HBO Max that came out this year is Eight Bit Christmas, and this is it takes place in the eighties. It's all about somebody in a small town in Illinois trying to get a Nintendo system. And oh, I want to watch this. It like is you, you've so me. it is yeah. so great because. 
it, essentially what it di- is, is it's a father daughter. So the daughter is just like, dad, why can't I have a smartphone? Dad, I want a smartphone. And so he starts telling the story about how he was getting his, his Nintendo that was banned by his parents because they, you know, video gaming systems will just you know, turn your brain into mush or It'll whatever. Rot your brain. Exactly. And so he's explaining, you know, this whole story. And it's so funny because as I'm sitting there watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was totally me. Oh my gosh. I remember doing that. You know, being, having a dog when you're a kid, you know, you need to, you know, earn some money, pick up the dog poo in, in the snow. And I don't know about Jeremy, but my, some of my uh, fallback strategy was if it snows on it, it's picked up. <laughs> I don't I don't remember having to pick it up. Um, but yeah, it's all about that. And one of my favorite, so it kind of is told very similarly, I guess you could say, to the way that they do uh, A Princess Bride, except it's a father-daughter thing. But it's it's just very 80s in its, its aspect. One of my favorite lines of the whole thing is... He, you know, uh, and the the main the father is Neil Patrick Harris, and I am watching this. I'm now. watching it. <laughs> so, so you say Princess Brideish. So Neil Patrick Harris is ta- talking to his daughter about what, like, you know, growing up in the '80s and stuff like that. And when he, we go back in time, Neil Patrick Harris's father, as a child, his father is played by Steve Z- Zane. Zahn. Oh, Steve, is that the one from Ocean's Eleven? Um, or am I thinking of the wrong He's person? from uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He is uh, f- uh, from, what is it? The He's, what's his face? Matthew McConaughey's friend in Sahara. Yeah, that's okay. Ocean's Eleven, one of the Mormon brothers. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. I'm ready to rumble. You need so to watch that, Taylor. He is just fantastic. And it's so funny because one of my favorite moments of the whole thing is as Neil Patrick Harris is t- talking about him being a, a kid or whatever, he's like, yeah, and so I just go to my he- friend's house and, you know, he's sitting there on a bike and she's just like, and you were wearing a, a helmet, right? And he, you know, he totally wasn't wearing a helmet. He goes, yeah. And so suddenly there was a helmet on his <laughs> head. And, and then there was like, what color was it? And, you know, the helmet was like blue and he, he goes, um, I think it was green. And so then the helmet changes. <laughs> That's awesome. Because he's just like, because it, yeah. we wore helmets in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> and then I will tell you, I, I will tease this for you. There is a moment that is almost, I, is so close to being as hysterically funny as the cat getting electrocuted in National Anthem's really? Christmas Crate. Yes. There, it's one of those moments where as it happens, you're just like, oh. okay. It, yeah. Well, is this a family-esque show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Sweet. Watching it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After, after. Oh yeah, after Nixon's your, birthday. Yep. I'm down. Yep. Okay. All right, Brett. Well, I'm well, excited. I, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I, <laughs> Brett wins the the recommendation yep. battle. Well, yep. And I need to watch it a second time to find out if this truly will go on the rotation rack of yearly Christmas watches. You know, I was thinking just the other day. This is my last thing I'll say. Uh, but like, I I thought. People need to, when they make movies, like, uh, I, I know, Brett, you haven't seen it. You saw the the making of Elf on how it's made on Netflix. Yes. And remember, that was like his goal. Not one, his goal, the writer's $1, goal. Bob. <laughs> the writer's goal was, I want this to be a annual movie that people want to watch. I want it to be with the classics. And like, he did 
everything he possibly could. And for, I'd say, majority of the people out there, he succeeded. I know he didn't for you, Brett, but... <laughs> no, did not for me. I, You're crazy. Elf is a fantastic movie. But yes, I, I can't believe that more people don't think that way when, like, I want this to be an annual movie that you have to watch. It, yeah. is, it is a fantastic movie. And then there's the right opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, is anybody got anything else? Or are we just saying goodbye? Yeah. Who's I, I want to put this out to the, the Twitter sphere. Who is right? Is Elf a terrible movie? I'll, I'll or lose. is it a great movie? I'll, I'll or lose. is it a meh? It's can you do three questions? No. Can you do three it's answers? It's fantastic or it sucks. Oh, so is it oh you, know, you gotta <laughs> side one side or the other. Okay. Cause I'm I'm like, I like it, but it's not I, I don't know. I haven't gotten on the fantastic I guess it train. I guess it appeals to certain Types of sense of humor, I guess. I don't know. I like I it. Yeah, I have, I like watching it yearly. I like it, but to me, um, Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite, like for humor, Christmas movies. Oh yeah, Christmas Vacation is is definitely on the list. And I've watched a Christmas Story once, oh, and I'm fine Christmas. with that. I, I, yeah, me too. I'll never watch it again. Is that the Jim Carrey one? No, that's the one where they uh, uh, shoot your eye out, kid. Oh, with the BB gun and the leg lamp. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think that movie was ruined by the fact that they play it for twenty four hours straight. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of oldies, and that's probably a like sin there's to some most there's some really funny parts in that movie, but I think it was just overplayed. To me, that movie is what I when people say how great. Um, Napoleon Dynamite is. I knew all I never saw until I was that movie until I was about 25, 26. I knew all the classic lines by the time I watched it for the first time. And so maybe that was my issue because I've heard for yeah. years how great Napoleon Dynamite was. I knew all the lines. And so as I was being forced to watch it by my so-called friends, um <laughs> the so-called friends. I mean <laughs> friends don't let friends, friends watch, watch Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Dynamite. And and play World of Warcraft. Yep. That's what my... Yeah, I'm just going to finish with... That's what our rule for our friends were. Don't let your friends play World of Warcraft. But didn't you play? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> As you can tell, my friends are terrible friends. So that's why we're not friends anymore. Jerks, if you're listening. Just kidding. <laughs> Love you guys. All right. <laughs> we're out. Bye-bye.